Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. back again with another show. Uh, geez, I just recorded the night before last and I'm going to be uploading these right on top of each other pretty much. Uh, but I had some new stuff I wanted to, to get out. I had a whole list of stuff that I wanted to talk about not long ago. And I ripped through a bunch of stuff and kind of went off of, not really script, but I kind of kind of went off the rails a little bit, focusing on one or two things and, and decided to scrap some of that well this there's a bunch of this stuff and i wanted to get like i said in the last show i wanted to get back to what made the show fun in in the beginning of all of that i mean i can i can sit and bitch about all the, the screwed up shit that's going around in the world today and there's going to be some of that in this episode like like always but there's going to be a bunch of other stuff that that i wanted to bring up and, and uh, so let's get right down to it driving into work uh, today and yesterday, day before. A couple of things happened to me that I, that I wanted to bring up, and, and you know, it got me to thinking. And, and when when my uh, my mind starts to think about things, some weird things can can pop into my head, and, and you know, there's some interesting thought processes that I have. So I wanted to share them with you. And um, today I'm driving. And, you know, I'm kind of going a back route because they, you know, there's some the road construction and stuff in my normal direction, which is okay. But I kind of take a different direction the last, you know, couple of weeks anyway, uh, because of this road construction. So got got me diverting in a different direction, which is fine. Kind of takes me back through my old neighborhood anyway, so it's kind of nice. Kind of a nice change. Go do your own thing. Go through the old neighborhood. See some of the houses you used to deliver newspapers to when you're a kid and all that and uh, as I'm driving through one of these one of these little parts of this old neighborhood and uh, I, I happen to see uh, you know look like a, a you know two two women might be having a daycare or something like that I by the looks of it I'm guessing no daycare because you know COVID and all this mask mandate BS and whatnot which I'll get into a little bit tidbit of that later Again, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's, you know, a heavier set gal and then a tall, skinny gal. And they were walking and there was a couple of kids. You know, one kid was just kind of running. He, you know, then there's another kid on his bike with a, you know, a little a little brain bucket on his head. Or, or well, that's what we used to call them in service, brain buckets, you know. Um, they're, they're basically little bike helmets, you know. So, kid falls down, smacks his dome he doesn't freaking bleed out you know whatever it's a little bit of extra protection that's fine but then there's this little teeny little guy riding on a little tiny little bike i mean the thing is like three inches from the ground i mean he's a little guy and he's excited as all hell and he's got little training wheels on and he's really kind of straddling the bike and running with his feet rather than actually pedaling he probably doesn't know how yet and I know the wheels on this thing are smaller than a go-kart. I mean, they are tiny. This is a tiny, tiny little guy and a tiny, tiny little bike. And he's wearing a helmet. And I, 
you know, it pops into my head. Okay, I get the safety aspect. You know, I get it. And maybe this ain't your kid, so you're just, you know, covering your liability. You know, you're doing that. But if this is your kid, the dude's like two inches from the ground. If he's falling, it's not going to be that damn far anyway. Is that really necessary? You know, maybe, maybe we just, you know, clearly in the United States, we don't take chances on anything anymore. You know, we're going to lock ourselves up for, for a year at a time because somebody said there's a bad cough around that could kill you. Okay, well, we're going to do all these things that mean nothing, but we're going to, we're going to show that we give a damn and we're going to stay in our homes. <laughs> so maybe that's all it is. Maybe we're just overprotective. Maybe we're just, you know, overcompensating. I mean, we do that a lot in this country. But that's just something that kind of caught me and I wanted to bring it up. So, you know, I, I think it's probably a little much for a, a two-year-old. I mean, when I was growing up, I never had any helmets on my head. Never, not one time. Not once did I have a, you know, the first time I ever put a helmet on was I played for the high school football team. That was, or not even the high school, uh, grade school football team. First time I actually put a fucking uh, helmet on. Outside of baseball, I, I guess, you know, but that was about the same time frame anyway. You know, you put it on because there was a speed ball coming at your head. You know, you won't get thunked in your head. It's not going to kill you if you got a damn good thick, you know, eighth inch of plastic around your melon with some foam in there. But anyway, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it just it just something that popped into my head. Like, you know, dude ain't going to fall far. And he's not like 200 pounds where it's going to do damage if he drops from six feet up. I mean, dude's like three inches from the ground. And he's a little guy. <laughs> All right, whatever, it's fine. Moving on to the other thing that really kind of just got into my freaking grill and kind of pissed me off. I was driving to work. This was day before yesterday. And once again, I'm on this diverted direction. And I'm going the back route, and I get to the point where I'm crossing a major street, which isn't a highway. Maybe I suppose it's a state highway, but it's going through town, so it's not like you know, it's a five-lane, six-lane freaking superhighway. It's just, you know, there's cross streets with stop signs, which I was at one of these. And there's a bunch of people coming and going, and I'm waiting to get across. There's nobody coming from the left. I want to go straight across. And there's, like, nobody coming from the right right away, and I'm waiting for this guy to come across because he's turning, and I've got I'm going straight. So I figure, well, he's already in the intersection. Let me let him go. Well, he hits the brake because two vehicles go zipping through the intersection. Now, there are people at this crosswalk that were running parallel to me. So they were going straight. I can go straight through the intersection and not have to worry about them because there's no way I'm going to get anywhere near them. But the rule is in the state that I'm in that you're supposed to, the, the, the perpendicular traffic or the traffic that's going to cross that intersection or the, the crosswalk that these people are in must wait until the people are all the way through and on the other side safely before you can go through the intersection and cross over that crosswalk. So I'm thinking to myself, well, they have to wait. People are going through. It's fine. The other people that are, that are trying to come through are going to have to wait. Nobody else is moving. Fuck it. I'm going to go. So I start out into the intersection, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes this little teeny tiny little fucking car. I don't remember. I really wish I knew what it was. It was like this little teeny tiny little, uh, it, it was an electric 
hybrid at least. And it was this tiny little thing. I mean, like I said, uh, this this kid's bike tires that I talked about being the size of go-karts, that's what this 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 freaking automobile was like. I'm sure it was like a three-cylinder or even a two-cylinder car with a big giant battery and probably freaking solar panels on the roof. That's what this car was. Tiny-ass little car. And this little lady goes zipping off into the intersection. Now, she's in her 50s, maybe 60s. And she gives me a horrible look like I'm the asshole. I'm like, lady, you're the one that just waited for the person to walk just two, three feet past you. And you're gunning your ass into the intersection. And I had to think for a second. Is she somehow not aware that she's in a tiny little death trap? If my big fucking truck hits her, it's going to feel like a speed bump to me, but her life's going to be over in that little tiny thing. And she's not much more than a speed bump. And then she gives me a look and I, I got to wonder, I mean, all these little cars, it's like the little dog syndrome, the littlest, tiniest little dog. They're the ones that are going to bite you because they got the little man complex. So do people automatically adopt that when they get into these little tiny cars? Yes, ma'am, here's your new little tiny Toyota Chevy Volt slash Toyota Hybrid that gets 500 miles to the gallon because it runs on a battery. And here is your certificate for being an asshole. You are now licensed to be an asshole and give people horrible looks all day long while you're driving your vehicle. Congratulations, enjoy your burdens. I don't get it, it just, it, 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 I, I, the look that I got from that lady, I, I, I really, <laughs> I, I, I felt a tad bit of road rage. Mostly I was just disgusted, shaking my head going, what the fuck lady? You're an idiot. I know road rage out there. People would have pulled guns and shot her dead. And you know, the world probably would be a better place. Had that happened, there'd been one idiot, one less idiot out there to worry about. But, oh Christ. Yeah, there's that. Oh I wanted to share that with you. I'm sure other people, you know, like me are having similar problems, but it's not just me. I know it is. Um, you know, tonight at work, we're going to have some tonight at work talk. Um, <laughs> no inmates again. It's more staff that are still pissing me off. And it's not my coworkers predominantly. There are some that just fucking make me shake my head and scratch my head and, and wish I was in a different place. But no matter where you go, you're going to be stuck with these fucking kind of idiots because they're everywhere. But anyway, the 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 acting supervisor, because once again, you know, our current supervisor's off again, comes to work for like a week and then gone for three months. I don't know what kind of deal she's got with the system, but I want some of it. I come in, I work one week, and then I'm off for three months. That's a hell of a fucking job, let me tell you. And comes back and gets right back into the job she had like she didn't miss a beat. I, I, I don't, whatever. Neither here nor there. That's not the point. The point is we've got an acting supervisor. And I'll get to the, the other supervisors that are all acting supervisors too uh, in a minute. But this guy comes up and he starts he start saying, you know what? We've got to really enforce this mask stuff. And me and a coworker are looking at him like, why? Why now would we give a rat's ass about masks? And he's like, well, the other, the other one of the other unit directors mentioned that, um, um, or unit supervisors, I should say, uh, uh, that their guys were complaining that our guys weren't wearing masks, and we need to really enforce that. 
And my thought first is, first of all, why? Because, you know, the CDC has come out and said you don't have to wear them outside. So if they're outside, who fucking cares they're wearing a mask? I mean, your precious Fauci just said with six feet, 460, doesn't really matter. Okay, well, there's good news there. I mean, flat out, I'm not wearing a mask outside anyway, period. But, you know, whatever. And he says, well, the CDC is more for private party and general people as opposed to a facility like ours. Institutions like ours have to be held to a higher standard. But wait a minute here. All of these guys have had the vaccination. It was up for them to decide to do so, and most of them did. So why the fuck are we not allowing them to go unmasked? Why are we still wearing masks every day, all day, inside the fucking facility in the first place? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Your own president that most of you fucking voted for. Well, I should say, most of you wanted, but weren't going to get without foul play. But whatever, Democrats have currently the control for now. And idiot Biden in chief is, is there. And he said, you don't have to wear them outside anymore. So your own guy that you voted for says we don't have to. What What the fuck are we doing? Why are we going out of our way to get up and become mask police? I mean, you know, and, and that's another thing too, you know, about this masks and the mandates and this bullshit. What the fuck are we doing? I'm sorry if you're hearing a lot of wind. It's a windy fucking night tonight, everybody. It's, it's, it, it's windy. I'm doing my best to hopefully, I, I'll try to, to weed out as much of that as I can, but you know, it is what it is. Mother Nature sometimes says, fuck you, Damon. We're going to fuck up your show today. And nothing you can do about it except bitch, piss, and moan on your little podcast, and that's all you get. So whatever, I'm, that's what I'm doing. So, um, But you know, I this mask shit is nothing but control. It really is. It's nothing but control. And they, you know, we gave it to them under the guise of, though they were protecting us. Everybody just wanted to be safe. But now we gave up that control. And you know what? Now it's going to be a nightmare to fucking get it back. It's going to be a nightmare to ever, ever, ever regain our freedoms back. And I'll be right back with that in just a second. Hang tight. All right, we're back, and, and my my last comment was about we gave up our freedoms willingly. Not not all of us, but the vast majority of America did, and bent over and took it up the ass and said, yes, sir, thank you, sir, give me another. I would love another fuck up the ass. And that's really what we did here. We surrendered our liberties and our freedoms under the guise of the government is trying to protect us. That couldn't be further from the truth. But what we did is we handed them the keys to our houses and said, here, 
You control the door. You let me know when it's safe for me to come outside. And until then, I will stay locked up for as long as you want me to. And I will do as I'm told. Like a good little soldier. And that's what we did. But now getting that control back is going to be a fucking nightmare. I hope you all are ready for a fight. But it's not you're you're, you're not going to get it back. It, it's it's going to start coming back. If it does, it's going to be very very few and far between. It's going to be very sparse, and it's going to be a long time before we get back to where we were. And you know what? It, that new normal that everybody was running around with. Like I said, don't get comfortable. Don't accept that. Only accept the way it was before, as the normal and nothing but. Or you'll never see it again. Uh, I wanted to talk, you know, we've got, I, I mentioned in previous shows about supervisors and how it seems like they're constantly revolving door there. But as we get a retirement, you know, at the top, somebody else moves up and then it's a domino effect. Other people have to move up and fill the void. And I will have to say, as we've been moving some of the supervisors around, We've got a pretty decent little group of them right now. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly happy with them. Now, they're all just temporary until somebody at the top either dies or hangs up their, their cleats and walks away. But I'm fairly happy with the, the ones that we've got at this point in time. The problem is I'll just get used to them on a regular basis and they'll get bumped right back down and we'll end up with somebody else that I can't stand, which so... I'm going to just table that, so stay tuned. That will happen at some point. Um, I wanted to bring up, you know, something tonight. You know, getting away from the political stuff. And unfortunately, it's it's everywhere these days. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the NFL draft. Because it's the NFL, you know, we, you know, kneeling for lives, I guess is what they call it. Although that would be the KFL. But, you know, who cares? You know, half of them have crazy names that are spelled with fucking silent letters anyway, so who gives a shit how I spell it? But I largely didn't watch the NFL last year because of all the kneeling going on. You know, they're grandstanding on an area, you know, that isn't even their stage. They're doing a job they're paid to do, and they're stealing five minutes of fame on a on a stage that is not theirs. And I disagree 100% with that. You want to protest, that's fine. I've said it before. Go somewhere, buy your own stage, rent your own stage, get your own TV cameras, get your own news media, get a podium somewhere, and stand with your fist in the air or your knee on the ground and tell everybody what you want to tell them and feel free to fucking do so, but don't fucking do it on somebody else's dime because that's what you're doing. You're hijacking somebody else's airtime for a bullshit cause. Now, clearly none of that's made a fucking lick of difference because we're still rioting in the fucking streets protesting blacks being killed by white cops, but we don't give a fuck about whites being killed by black cops or any other kind of cops that there are. 
We don't care when cops get killed. That's fine. We don't fucking care about them. You know what? I fucking personally do. But anyway, back to the NFL draft. I got, you know, I get sidetracked sometimes because goddamn it, I get pissed off and I run with it sometimes. And you know what? That's what made this show fucking fun to do. Back before I just was all politics, politics, politics. There's, if you want politics, 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 look up that podcast. Justin R. Young, he's fucking hilarious. And that guy is knee-deep into all the politics you can imagine. And I believe that's the name of his podcast. P3 or Politics, Politics, Politics. So, shameless plug to him that I'm not getting any money for just because I listen to it, I like it. I haven't in a while, but the guy is high-strung and he's funny. So, if you're interested in politics and that's what you're interested in, check him out. It's worth a listen. The fucker's funny as hell. Anyway, back to it. The NFL Draft... Um, about two hours, three hours prior, a story leaked about Aaron Rodgers of my team, the Green Bay Packers, being pissed off at the Packers because of last year's bullshit that they drafted a quarterback, which for those of you who don't know Aaron Rodgers, he is our quarterback in Green Bay. So drafting somebody when this guy's got three, four, five years left in him is kind of a slap in the fucking face. The guy's a goddamn first ballot Hall of Famer. But you're going to snub him by not getting a receiver that he wants? You're not giving him any extra fucking uh, uh, weapons to use against the opponents? You're leaving him with a backup quarterback? Or somebody that's the future, theoretically? What the fuck? Well, you pissed him off. And now it comes out right before the draft that he's tired of Green Bay's bullshit and he wants out. And there's rumors of trade offers being tossed around at Green Bay for him. Now, what pisses me off about all this, I didn't watch much football last year because of all the kneeling and all the political bullshit. So I was pretty much done with the NFL mostly last year. And I watched a lot of hockey, paid attention to baseball, what was going on in the offseason. And I largely didn't give a fuck about football. And this year, more of the same. You know, I, I didn't watch the NFL draft last year. I didn't care. I didn't really pay much attention to it this year. However, it had me tuning in for the first few minutes. And I started to wonder, are, are the Green Bay Packers fucking Aaron Rodgers just like they did Brett Favre you know, not too many years back. They drafted Aaron Rodgers when Favre was still there. Now, one could argue that Favre had been flirting with retirement off and on quite a few times and had been holding them hostage. And they really needed to be prepared. And on top of that, Aaron Rodgers dropped all the way down to like the 26, 27 pick when he was supposed to go in the top fucking three. When a gem like that drops all the way to you and it's in front of you, you may want to change up tactics just a little bit to put a guy like that in your stable. So, a little similar, yeah, maybe, but they traded up to get this guy. What the hell for? That's basically telling a current quarterback that, you know what, we think you're leaving, we think you're done, we're, we're drafting the future now. Which, one, I don't agree that this kid is the future. I don't think he's going to amount to a hill of beans. But they went ahead and they snubbed our guy. Didn't get him a receiver. 
He wanted a receiver or two in the draft, and they didn't get one. Not a fucking receiver, top to bottom. And kind of screwed him over. Could have had a number one pick. Could have helped us out. Maybe have won. Maybe have got to the Super Bowl. They were one one win away. But I had to think to myself, okay, well, this is history repeating itself. And then I started to think, well, maybe, just maybe, this is the NFL cooking up a bullshit scheme. Quite possibly cooking up a bullshit scheme, a bullshit fake released notes and story, a leaked story, on purpose to get their ratings up. Because I know I wasn't alone when I fucking left and said, fuck you, NFL, I'm done. I know they lost so many ratings last year. And I'm sure as shit they knew that the NFL draft was going to have an all-time low this season. And I'm sure that was something that they decided to say, you know what? Let's leak a story about the poster child for the fucking NFL. A guy like Aaron Rodgers. And let's leak a story. A fake fucking story that he's unhappy and he wants to go elsewhere. Because it would crank up the ratings, get people interested. Because I'll tell you what, I was interested. And I'll tell you this, if Green Bay is pissed off this guy and he's legitimately pissed off, that pisses me off as a fan. Because that's the guy that puts me in front of the TV. What took me away was the political bullshit that the NFL invited in. But if anybody's going to get me back watching my football team, it's that guy right there. Being under center, snapping the ball. That's the guy I want to watch every fucking Sunday. It has nothing to do with some random freaking Jordan Love kid that I don't know shit about who's going to lose the majority of his fucking games for the first handful of years. I don't want to be last in my division. I have a team right now that I can watch that is a Super Bowl team until you remove a big cog like that. And I guarantee you, he goes anywhere else, it's instant Super Bowl appearance. Instantly. You're getting rid of a Hall of Fame quarterback like that, and you did the same shit to Brett Favre. If my team does that to another quarterback, I think I'm done. I don't think I'm coming back to the NFL if that happens. I will be knee-deep in college football, be excited about it, but I will not watch any more fucking NFL. I'll be done. Sick and tired of the bullshit. You know, another thing I wanted to move on to, um, um, kids say the darndest thing. Do you remember that old TV show? I was I was in the break room for just a hot, hot second tonight, and... and There was a commercial for Kids Say the Darndest Things. And I remember that being like 20 years ago. It was a Bill Cosby thing. Before, uh, of course, he allegedly raped and and drugged all those women to fuck them and whatnot. And he's in jail now and whatnot. But I got to thinking, how would they regurgitate this with somebody new that you don't know? Is it still something people watch now that there's not a big celebrity tied to it? I mean, after all, you know, you had Aaron Rodgers in, in this, you know, filling in, doing Jeopardy. And people watched it because it was a celebrity. Let's see how bad this kid falls on his face. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's bad. We don't know. But God damn it, it might be a train wreck. We don't want to miss it. 
It's a celebrity. Of course you tune in for that. Or like, I don't give a fuck. But there, I know there are people that watch this shit. Otherwise, the housewives of all these major cities wouldn't fucking be on TV because nobody would give a fuck. People tune into this shit. So my question is, you know, are spinoffs good? Do people even give a fuck? How are these on TV? How are how are these things in on for more than one season? How are they not canceled halfway through? Is it just because the networks don't have anything better to put up? Uh, I don't know. You know, and, and one more last thing, because God damn it. I, I saw a little note here tonight that really pissed me off. U.S. colleges all over the place are kicking around the idea of requiring people, students, that come to their colleges. If they're going to come, we're going to kick around the idea of requiring vaccine and proof of vaccines before you can come back to college. Once again, I said this shit. I said this is going to happen. It's control that they don't want to give up. And goddamn it, what the fuck are we doing allowing this shit to take place in our society? Where they can tell you, they're, they're openly saying, they're considering discriminating, discriminating openly against students that either have or have not taken the, the, the vaccine. Not even that the vaccine even works anymore, but that's neither here nor there. You either have a card that says you have it, or you're not coming back to school. Well, what the fuck? I paid. I should be able to go. Government is all about control, as is schools and institutions like mine. They want the control, and when you give it to them, they will not give it up without a fight. So, you know, that's that's my parting shots. I, I, I do parting shots on my other show with the guys, and that's my parting shot. Be careful in your life who you give the keys to the house to and who you allow to control you because you may not ever be able to get that back so with that thanks for tuning into another show everybody it's been good to have you it's been good to, to go full, uh, go horse again in my voice and fire things up and get all pissed off and, and have a good time doing so and I did and I hopefully you did too. So. <laughs> Take care till next time, everybody. Be safe. Be kind, goddammit. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.